free people will never remain free if they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problems. Government is the problem. Praise Yahweh and pass the ammunition. Restoration Hour with Pastor Eli James. Uh, I'd like to paraphrase Ronald Reagan there and say, in this present crisis... Jews are not the solution to our problem. Jews are the problem. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Restoration Hour here on Eurofolk Radio. And my co-host this evening is Barbara from Chicago. And uh, we're going to be having uh, Daryl from Missouri calling in at about a quarter after the hour. So uh, welcome, world. Welcome the world of Christian identity, patriots, nationalists everywhere. How are you doing this evening, Barbara? Good. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, you're no stranger to audiences because you've been a stage performer for many years. So, uh, yeah. So now you have an internet radio audience, which is, which is almost as good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tonight we're going to talk primarily about a, a book written by uh, Tem Yanis. Is that the correct pr- pronunciation? I don't have the book in front of me at the moment, but. Uh, Telemachus is his last name. Okay. And he wrote a book about the Jews uh, in the previous, uh, well, the century before this. Okay. I'm uh, I'm being told there's no audio on you, so I'm going to have to, uh, you may have to suffer through a little bit of uh, echo if you can deal with it, Barbara. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, uh, all right. So what's the name of the uh, author again, Barbara? Telemachus. Thomas Timianus. Timianus, okay. Yes. And he's he's of Greek extraction? Yes, a Greek um, immigrant that came into America with $15 in his pocket. All right, yeah. A- around 1853. 1853. Oh, wow, this is even yeah. before the Civil War he came to America. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and uh, I'm going to check the, um, uh, the studio audience uh, uh, real quickly. But uh, we, before the show... We talked uh, about uh, a different subject, although related. Uh, do you remember what uh, what our conversation was? I've been it quite... was about the uh, Ernst Zundel and okay. Ingrid uh, Rimland, the the married couple. Okay. Uh, I would call them the father and mother of the Holocaust trials. Okay. And <laughs> right. they both passed away mysteriously within six months of each other, about a year and a half ago, and. They had, I mean, like a huge volume of information and uh, two great Holocaust trials. And she had books that she had written, uh, three autobiographies. And so they had this, you know, volume of, of, of their website and their YouTubes and everything. They were, especially because of the Holocaust trials, because everybody else was kind of working on their own. Uh, but they, especially Ernst Sundell, he he was the one that um, 
you know, they arrested, they bombed his house, they threw acid at him, right. you know, try to bankrupt him and then finally put him in prison, prison for solitary confinement in, in uh, Germany, seven years. And so, um, so he had a tremendous amount of, of information, although they did burn his house, you know, firebombed his house. So I don't mm-hmm. know how much was lost there. Um, Jews will, Jews will stop at nothing. They have no heart. That's right. It, the, a Jewish woman I saw on the chat, these uh, Jewish chats, she, someone asked her, uh, do you, what do you think of love in your religion? She says, we don't have that word in Yiddish. We don't have the word love. Love? But they oh, do okay. have the love, L-O-V-E, but they have the word hate. You can rest assured on that. <laughs> right. No, right. for them, love is hate. <laughs> right? There's no yeah, difference. I, yeah, yeah, they got it upside down. They got it, mm-hmm. and they punish. They think they're this God that's going to, they're, they're punishing us. It gives them pleasure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And they're the ones that are doing it. I mean, they're the ones that are, are humanly doing it. They're not God in any way, shape, or form. They might be Satan. Yeah, Belzebub right. and Lucifer all rolled up into one, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to the Zundels. So um, he, I, I didn't. I, I heard that he, they passed away and stuff, and everybody just kind of dropped it. Their website, is, their website is shut down. And uh-huh. lucky I copied parts of it to put on my blog of like all those that were persecuted because of the Holocaust. And one of the things you have to realize, the Holocaust is the Jewish, uh, the foundation of their Jewish religion, this right. syndicate that they have, this criminal syndicate, because they, they, that, give, they, that gave them uh, citizenship in the United States in 1945. It actually was 1965 by the time it was official. But they were banned here, folks. Banned in 1924, no more Jews, even right. Chinese. And now look at them. They're both uh, superpowers. They're getting along fine. And, and uh, you know, this, this was a big uh, uh, scam, uh, an evil scam, you know. Absolutely. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Okay, and you uh, did you get, um, you said you were able to talk with Monica Schaefer recently? Yes, today okay. I talked okay. to her. Okay, yeah, and uh, I, what, I, what was that about? Well, actually, breastfeeding. She was a La Leche um, uh, um, advocate. Uh, yeah, advocate. Yeah, she was a mentor, a mentor. Mm. And I breastfed in '73. I had a mentor and stuff like that. So, but when I told her the things that about the Zundels and stuff, and what happened was, and it happened accidentally. Um, I in my autobiography, I wanted to have women in there, and you know, because I have on a big chapter. It's actually five chapters condensed into one about all those who were persecuted, like yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted a woman, and I I found this Ellen Mariani, who was a widow of nine eleven, and um, her husband was Lewis, and she boarded he boarded the United States. Air, no, United Airlines Flight 175. She okay. was the first family member to file a lawsuit. Now, as far as I know, she's the only one that didn't accept the bribes. Everyone else accepted bribes. They got away with it. There were mm-hmm. no witnesses, right, for the trials. Right. So that Larry Silverstein, the Jew, could collect double indemnity or $7 billion on seven buildings when there were only two planes that hit, you know? Right, right. So I, I found a, a quote that Bruce Lakedy. It says, the Ellen Mariani I knew was a bereaved and determined widow seeking the truth, a stubborn, independent-minded woman who was less concerned about compensation than about justice. So that's what I found, and I emailed him, and I says, can I use your quote in my book? He said, yes. Then he introduced himself, and he says, 
uh, I'm, he says, I'm the attorney for the Mennonites. And I emailed him back. Well, I know in, uh, uh, Ingrid Zundell. I met her at a meeting. She invited me to her home. I gave her a copy of my manuscript. And he goes, and he goes, I, I am Ingrid Zundell's attorney. Oh, wow. Ingrid. Yeah. I mean, what, there's no odds. This is an angel. <laughs> you know, this is right. God in action. Yeah. Humanly, mm-hmm. it can't be done. Right. So anyways. He, he, he sent me a letter, and, and you know how they persecute the attorneys? So he said to me, he wrote in a letter, would you do me a favor? He says, I want to find out about the Zundell estate, but I don't want to use my name. Would you send this letter out, and would you, would you put your name on it? And uh-huh. so I edited it, got the corrections, and I sent it out to, um, I just looked on the internet you know, the, for the people, because I, I was in the, interested in the Holocaust tremendously, and Hitler and all that. But so I sent it out to whoever I could. I got a lot of responses back, even from Italy and from France and from Norway and you know around mm-hmm. the United States and and so and I just I had to I made a big re- rather than tell him all this stuff I was getting I just made a big uh, computer report you know putting all the information what they were saying and then give that to him and let him analyze it rather than me keep right. bo- bothering him I organized it right so anyway anyways. I start getting the information back and it, someone sent me one of her last, her very last power letter. And in it, she said, she mentioned, so the object was up until this time, and this has been, this was about seven months after she died. First of all, everything was left to her son, um, Rudy Rimland and, um, everything that from both of them. And, um, he doesn't want any part of this. So, Really? He would have been on the verge of throwing it out. He has no connection, no people involved. You know, he would have thrown it all out. It was taking up all the all the room in in the garage and everything. Huh. So so anyway, so at, as I got this together and I went, my God, we got it. Even they said at the yeah, special we collection get this stuff. library, right? I mean, I can't <laughs> believe it. This is like the Jewish. It's almost like Jewish hypnotism that we're we don't even realize this like mind control. That it's like programmed into us that this happens in their favor, you know? Right. So anyways, um, so I start calling everybody and uh, um, I'm trying, let's see. What's what's the the objective here? uh, uh, Right, the object is right now I pull together, there's a whole bunch of stuff in, in Germany, okay? That is on hold. I see. Everything, everything in the garage, everything is on hold. There's not, not really an action that's been taken other than what I've been doing in the past year. Mm-hmm. And the, what, the person that owns it, Rudy agreed to give it to Joe Foster. Joe Foster will pick it up, he says, and put it in a, a, where, a warehouse or a storage or whatever. Okay. I, I'm, I'm grateful, but I, I would like to see it like cataloged, which I volunteered to do. Okay. Uh, a friend, a friend of the Holocaust, will pay for everything, and a Christian identity man says he'll get some people to uh, help me move it. Okay. So everything is in place. Not the stuff in Germany, not the stuff in Mexico, but at least we're aware. This was a year ago. This was gone. So mm-hmm. now we're just kind of right. waiting on Joe to see to see what will happen. And do you have any comments on this? Well, it's it's interesting because what happened with Professor Butler and his compound up in Idaho. All his all of his books and records were turned over to the feds, and they have oh. since disappeared. 
Okay. So yes, it's, yes. it's absolutely crucial that we get our hands on this information. Absolutely crucial. Yes. Okay. This so, is the foundation of their of their religion and takeover of America. Yeah, this Holocaust. Well, um, yeah, well, yeah, that's the, that's the that's the modern uh, re- religious dogma. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yes. they they call it the Shoah. Okay, the Holocaust. It's Hebrew for Holocaust, and so uh, I call the religion Shoahism. Okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's the religion of ho- the Holocaust, and uh, the, the other word for it is Holocaustianity. Everybody must believe in Holocaustianity, or they get thrown in jail. Okay, as uh, Alison yes. Chablow find out. Okay, so if yes. you don't believe in Holocaustianity, you are some kind of a heretic, and you must be dealt with either by force or by legal means. And so th- this is what's going on here. Of course, our listeners understand it, but it's the people at large who don't understand it. This is really a a religion that's imposed upon the American people by aliens, by aliens known right. as Jews. Okay, so and, and uh, they're yeah. a united. They are a, a 15 million. If there's 15 million out there, they are united as, as right. one, as like an army of ants that have plagued the whole, the whole world, but especially the white people yes. and Christianity. Wor- worker ants. Yes, that's what they are. Yes, that's how they're working. And, and we're in, in the opposite. We're all dispersed, going in different directions. Yeah. I, I don't know if there is such an animal well, that goes in different directions. Right. Well, you know? we have this concept called liberty, right, that, that we go by, and it, it causes us to have different opinions, where even if the Jews have different opinions, which is actually pretty rare, from the highest to the lowest, the Oberjuden down to the lesser brethren, as the, the Oberjuden refer to their less wealthy and less important uh, Jews, that uh, a lot of times these uh, these lesser brethren they are herded together by all these Jewish uh, organizations, you know, such as the ADL, American Jewish Congress, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, the the instructions are passed down from the Rothschilds to these various Jewish organizations, and they tell the Jews what to believe, and they give them their marching orders, and the Jews do as they're told. But mm-hmm. that's how that's how it works, you know. Uh, we yeah. white people, we Aryans, are not wired that way, right? We have skepticism, you know. Well, why am I? Why do you want me to do that? You know, and all the all the Oberjuden have to say is, well, this is good for the Jews, and then they, then yeah. they believe, and they and they do, and they do. That, that's how that's how it works. It's 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 mm. really that simple because they are worker ants. They're worker ants. Yes. You know? Yeah, okay. And, so, and it isn't that as bad because our people are going to have to do that. And especially mm-hmm. the inner fighting. That inner fighting, all Jews come from Poland, 1025 to 1945. And I read in a, okay. a used book, a used one, mind you, because that's the only place you're going to find stuff is in a garage. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, everything else internet. is destroyed. Well, that's how I got the research for my book, The Great Impersonation. <laughs> Used bookstores, right? Uh, li- I didn't ever steal any books from the library, but uh, used bookstores, garage sales, uh, book sales, etc., etc. Okay, I believe we have uh, Daryl on the line. Are you with us, Daryl? Yes, I am. Can you hear okay. me? Yes, yes. Okay, so Barbara, uh, you know, uh, if you feel, uh, feel free to comment on this. We're going to give Daryl uh, 15, 20 minutes uh, to report on uh, prisoner developments here, white prisoners in America. So, Daryl, what have you got for us? Well, I was just Winehouse. Uh, you had written him a letter. Uh, White, yeah, Mr. Winehouse. Right. 
he had been put in the hole for some reason a couple weeks ago and no one heard from him and uh, a guy named Matt Thompson that's been visiting at the prison. He lives in Columbia, Missouri, and he drives about two hours to visit Jeffrey in person. And, and he's been doing that a couple times a week. And he went down there a few weeks ago and they said, so he went down there a couple weeks ago and they said he couldn't see Jeffrey because he was in uh, the hmm. hole. Well, he went down there yesterday and he said he wanted to see the warden. The warden come down and wasn't too nice and said they're going to do whatever and and Matt said he's an innocent man, and they said, "Well, if you don't get out of here, we're going to arrest you." And Ooh, he left. Really? He left. Whoa! Yeah, he left. Oh he left. man! And uh, the guards at the gate said, "You didn't get out of here quick enough." And so he, mm-hmm. he just uh, called his wife, and he he went to Hardy's and was getting something to eat, and the police showed up and they arrested him for harassment and trespassing. And uh, Rudy Davis at Lone Star 1776 has an update up. I was eating dinner, and I didn't get a chance to just come up uh, that, that that Matt is out. They had a $7,500 bond or that, or he would get – it was a 24-hour hold or something, and he got out. And he's a good Christian man that has been standing up for Jeffrey. They had a, a yellow vest protest at the Missouri Capitol. All right. And, uh, Roger Roots. Yeah. Roger Roots was there. He's a constitutional attorney. Uh, and uh, he's not perfect. I mean, someone on uh, Stormfront told me he's part of the uh, Rosa Parks group or something. But he's a he's a okay. constitutional attorney, and he's standing up for Jeffrey. And that's our main concern is the innocent person uh, that's in prison. And and uh, so they, they tried to chase him off from the Capitol grounds. And uh, they said, oh, we'll go ahead and let you finish since once everybody told him, hey, Roger Roots is here, constitutional attorney. And uh, – Mulberry, they brought up the Mulberry case that these statutes and codes don't, uh, you know, this is a big thing with uh, Schaefer Cox, if you check out Solutions to Liberty, and he he talks about, can't take our grievances to the government anymore. Look at Matt, he's trying to find out about someone that's a friend, and they could say he's, but today, Jeffrey, we got an update on our Gideon's Army phone call that Jeffrey, because of all of this, they've allowed Jeffrey to call from solitary, and he's okay, but they're forcing him to take psychotropic drugs that oh. he doesn't want to take. Oh no! And they won't let, and they won't let him have the lotion for his skin. That's been an ongoing thing for the past few years. He's had a boil and he's had some uh, skin issues, and they won't let him have his medicine for his skin. But yet they're going to force uh, some kind of psychotropic drug on him. And these these people are in real fear because the two officers that shot him in their police report said. Jeffrey was at the back. You got to check out the whole story of what happened to him. It's really outrageous. He was a journalist. He was calling in for a 1960s style sit-in down at the courthouse because he didn't like what they were doing in Franklin County, Missouri. And uh, they sent the troopers over there. Their thugs and the troopers didn't get permission from the county sheriffs, and they said they smelled a little weed, so they got a warrant. Oh. They searched. They searched his house and they found uh, they they found a little bit of weed, a morphine pill, and a nine millimeter pistol. And they left the nine millimeter pistol. <laughs> they took the weed and the morphine. They yeah. gave him a ticket and said, "You need to show up in court." And then they took his printing press as well. They took all of his computers. Oh no! Yes, yeah. And then, yeah. Two, and then it's yeah, crazy. And then two weeks later, they said, "Come get your computers." And he said an intercessory prayer. This is a big thing for all the people that are Christian. That, that followed Jeffrey, uh, 
that he said an intercessory prayer and he had a, a spy watch. He had a watch on his wrist recording it. And he was talking to his wife on the phone saying, I'm going to go meet these guys. I don't feel right about it. Please, God, protect me. And he said an intercessory prayer. And, and within 13 seconds of pulling into the parking lot, he got out of the car and they shot him. It was an execution. It was a murder for hire, the government, you know, and, right. and uh, they shot him twice in the head and, and twice in the chest. And on their police report, they say, Jeffrey pulled in at a high rate of speed and it startled them, but he got out of the car and they talked with him for a few minutes. And then they told him to come over to the back of the car and they were going to go ahead and have him sign the paperwork. And in the midst of signing the paperwork, he pulled out his gun and tried to shoot him. So they had to shoot him. So and that's the witnesses at the gas station that saw a total fabrication on their part. This right. Scott Mertens and Henry Folsom and, and Scott Mertens is still, uh, I have to say this is terrible, but Henry Folsom is, uh, he's not on duty anymore because I guess he, he, he lost one of his male parts. Uh, and so he's not on duty anymore. I, I he smashed one of his balls or something. I, I well, he, graphic, he, but he's no longer. He could be no a female officer. Him. He could be a female officer. What's the problem? He, he could be. <laughs> but the other one, this is what's terrifying. This is what's terrifying. The other one, Scott Mertens, is still an active Missouri Highway Patrolman. Oh man! And he's a murderer. He's a, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. He's a he's a murderer and a killer. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's so I, I just want to mention one thing. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead, Barbara. Uh, Daryl. I saw that yes. video and uh, on YouTube about this incident where they shot him dead. Did you, have you seen the YouTube? I've studied this because it was Missouri, and it's it's tragic. I mean, I was I was astonished. Yeah, he's, he's not dead. I mean, it was callous. It's cruel beyond words we can mention. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, for people that are new to this story, he's not dead, and oh. he went he's to not the dead. Jeffrey. Oh, that. Okay, oh. the one that was shot is Jeffrey. not dead. Okay, so no, Jeffrey survived it. He, he survived us, you're saying. Okay. I thought, yes, he, okay. he wrote him a letter. He, oh, I thought we were talking about I, I thought we were talking about the other guy, but please uh, go ahead. Well, here, actually, uh, yeah, I did write Jeffrey okay, yeah, a letter. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. I remember. Uh, and yeah. he, he responded, this is dated uh, 129-19. Sorry, this, Pastor James, sorry, the state of Missouri has me under a gag order. They prohibit me from granting interviews. My case is so backwards when they simply will stop at nothing to silence me. There is plenty on the internet about my uh, matter. I have a series of uh, interviews last February. Then uh, they they stopped these all together, but he, he says we should uh, look at LoneStar1776.com and uh, FreeJeffNow.com and also JeffreyWinehouse.wordpress.com. Uh, your comments. I have to tell you what scumbags they are is after they shot him, they took him to the hospital and they probably suspected him to die. And they're on recording saying, some troopers that knew him and knew what was going on, they said, uh, they said, oh, you got to get up here. There's been a shooting. They're calling a supervisor, and it's recorded. And the, the supervisor says, Winehouse, they're messing with Winehouse again. Well, maybe he learned his lesson this time. Well, mm. he went to the hospital, and he was, he was in the hospital for a month, and there was like half a million dollars in medical bills. 
And they didn't arrest him at the hospital because if they would arrest him at the hospital, the state of Missouri would have been responsible for the medical bills. No, they let him get out of the hospital. And within hours of getting out of the hospital, he was arrested and charged with attempted murder. And he was put in jail for attempted murder, and they had a trial. And when they had a trial for him, Jeffrey has no criminal record. He had a YouTube channel. If you look at uh, – there's a video where he went out one day, and he interviewed a guy that was doing helicopter rides for the community. And he went on the helicopter ride, and it really shows Jeffrey's child side. And just – he's just like any of us. He wants to go out yeah. and have fun, and, and he's, he's a good guy. And at his trial – they put an electric shock collar on his ankle. So, and he knew a lot about the law. If he wanted to like say, I object to this or say his public defender's doing something wrong, or he had a paid attorney that was terrible. And it comes out, there's a lot of corruption with uh, his prosecutor as there are with all these prosecutors. And uh, he had a shock collar that would give him uh, 80,000 volts if he said anything. And it literally says it'll make you pee or poop yourself. Right. And, and this is in America. And he's not Hannibal Lecter. He's not a drug dealer. He wasn't. He didn't murder anyone. Has no record. And, and no have, record. You, yeah. you know, Daryl, it's it's, no it's actually spooky. It's like a horror film. Like like we're talking about something that is supernatural or you know a horror film. But this is reality. This really happened. This is happening, folks. Yeah. Okay, well, you know uh, what Rudy Davis says to me? He's such a – today on our Gideon's Army call, he says the team, and it's all a whole bunch of people. We all get together. We thought, Rudy says that this is a horror – you know, we hear story after story. It's a horror movie that never ends. Yeah, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Pastor Steve just sent me a message. Uh, we um, – We'll try to put up a link to these stories on Eurofolk Radio and maybe have even a separate page for prisoners who are you know, victims of government corruption, police corruption, because the, the media tells us this only happens to black people, right? And we know that's a lie. Actually, more white men are murdered by cops every year than black men, mm-hmm. okay? That's that's a fact, folks. More whites are killed by cops than blacks, but the mass media will never talk about that. Okay. They use so, they use reverse psychology. Oh, oh of course, of course. So, uh, so uh, how uh, how do we help? How do we help Jeffrey Winehouse here? Because I, I'm, I'm inclined to go down three, there. He has three children, and he has a wife named Valerie. Okay. And uh, the year of the year of jubilee. You could you can uh, put in the year of jubilee with one e like the King James Bible. Okay. Spelled just like the year of jubilee, or you can put in I hate the FBI and that'll take <laughs> you there too. Rudy has that website. And, uh-huh. and at the year of jubilee, there's a list of American political prisoners. Richard Taus, I sent you some stuff, uh, Barbara, about Richard Taus. He's a Vietnam veteran that was railroaded by the. He was a whistleblower in the FBI. Very important story. And, I fear that he may die in prison. He's 75 mm. years old. He's what what is his last name again? Years. Richard what? Taus. Richard how Taus. Do you, how uh, do you spell that? There's uh, several. Uh, it's, it's like T-U-E-S, I believe. Taus. Okay. Richard I'll, Taus. T-U-E-S. And okay, he, I'll, I'll make sure I, I look that up. He's on Lone Star. There's some letters from him and everything. And I wanted to bring up the SPLC. They have this new guy they have charged uh, 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 that he had 15 guns, and uh, my phone dropped the uh, internet, so I can't get the story back up here in front of me. But they have linked 
the League of the South, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a member of the League of the South, with this uh, guy that is the uh, Coast Guardman that they said is a white nationalist and links to the neo-Nazis. He wrote a letter to a neo-Nazi. Well, who's the guy that he wrote the letter to? Let's hear who the evil guy is he wrote the letter to. I think that's fabricated. And they did the same thing about a month ago. Francis Schaefer Cox, he's a young oh, white okay. guy. And yeah. He's, yeah, go ahead. He's a, he's, he's a constitutionalist. He's, a, he's clearly a constitutionalist. He's not a white nationalist. I'm for the if, – if we've got to live under this rule of law, I want him to follow this rule of law, and that's what Schaefer was all about, was the, the rule of the Constitution. And they hate that, and they tried to say that he was linked to Charlottesville and the Charlottesville Five, and, and me and you read that article last time you had me on, and mm-hmm. it's just outrageous that they, they, they want to make everyone guilty by association. And they want to yeah. demonize us because we love our people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. And, and the odd thing is, in the book, um, the Jewish, the rise and fall of the Jewish gangsters in America by Alfred uh, El, Albert Fried, from eighteen seventy five, like to nineteen forty five, uh, two million Jews came from Russia, you know, via Poland. They had such a they had such a uh, criminal empire here and, and they got away with everything. It was, it was just only like these mugwumps that inter inter uh, like exposed them you know, at two, uh, three different times during that long period, half uh, 50% of the prostitutes of the world were Jewish women who were, and they were carrying guns in their wigs and stuff, the Jewish women. And, but they got away with, we just, our people as far back as 1875 were totally oblivious to all their crimes. We can't even blink the wrong way and they're going to put us in prison or punish us or shut us down or the, the, the whip across our white back. Mm-hmm. Slavery is the worst kind of mental and physical and spiritual slavery that you can imagine. These people with this small let I listened to the police uh, guy give his uh, news conference about Je- Jesse Smollett, and he says, we saw the two guys. He never said, they made a point never to say that he told us it was two white men. We know he said it was two white men with mega hats that attacked him and they saw blacks and it's amazing the surveillance state that we live in because in that press conference he says oh we caught we saw him get in the cab and we followed 28 different cab uh we followed 28 different cameras till they got all the way to the uh now i'm glad that they figured out who it was but i'm i'm, I'm again 28 cameras followed you everywhere you go so uh, yeah. i actually got my phone to come it up is chicago and, after all <laughs> yes you know what, Daryl? What I was really impressed when I watched the YouTube was that he had that watch that was the uh, recording everything. That that was fantastic. Yes. You know, yeah. it maybe it didn't That's do him any good, but I'm sure glad that happened. Right. Because otherwise, you know, that at I, least gives us the the courage and the 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 truth. I have a record. We have a recorder in our vehicle now. We have a recorder at our home. I suggest people wear mm-hmm. a body camera. I suggest wow. anytime, especially people that put our names out there. There's a lot of people on YouTube that use avatars. They use secret names and codes sure. and 
yeah, you know, and want to talk on signal. And I think if they want to listen to anything, they can. And, and those of us who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. And we say exactly how we feel. And right. I, I believe Jesus yeah. is real. And well, uh, I, I believe that there's injustice. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have uh, next week on the 27th, a international day of prayer and fasting primarily for the Boer people who have been demonized and oppressed by the international global Jewish bankster outfit for well over 400 years, right? They're probably the I'll most... Tell you a good... yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. There's a guy named Tazi Da. I can't... He's a Moorish guy, and, and uh, I certainly... Uh, I, I don't he's a sovereign though. He's pretty interesting to listen to. He's on he's a person I subscribe to and he does a live chat and I'm blocked because I said you know, and it's amazing I'm I got blocked by uh, Eric Stryker because David Duke was on there and, and I had questions about how can you not believe in the old testament and right. and say you're a Christian. Yeah and I'm so I'm blocked. But I, I found this article and his name is Lieutenant Christopher Paul Hansen. And, and he's been charged with being a domestic terrorist, and it's so much rings of what they did to Schaefer Cox. And in this article on the Southern Poverty Law Center, yeah, we get down there, and it says Hanson's letter to the white nationalists came a weekly uh, after the deadly alt-right rally. <laughs> I, you know, they want, you know, guilty by, by association. And, then, right. of course, this guy that killed all, all these people in Norway, uh, he killed 77 people. They, they want to link him to... Uh, federal agents found 15 firearms and over a thousand rounds of ammunition. And I think Dr. Slatter was saying the other day that he knows, yeah. a lot, you know, I know lots of people that got well, it's 30. All legal. And, it's all legal. And, right. Yeah, it's, it's all legal. <laughs> all right. well, we do have a Second Amendment that says it shall not be infringed. And, right. Uh, yeah. but we get down here, and I think the thing that is terrible is they, they're talking about the guy in North CNN. No, oh, of course, the cable host. Uh, where does it get down here? And somehow. They link him to the League of the South. It says uh, the head of a neo-Confederate. Yes, mm. right here it says the military has a history of producing violent, race, racial, right-wing extremists. The head of a neo-Confederate League of the South, a Florida chapter. I won't say the guy's name. And I really think the guy in this article, if you look it up, he should sue him for defamation. Right. They're trying to do guilty. Yeah. Guilty by association. Oh, you're all white constitutionalists. You're all white Southern. Yeah, anti-government, you're, right? Racist. And, yeah, yes. you're, you know, and, and we're not anti-government. No, if we are. have to live under the rules of the Constitution. We want them to. It, the, everyone is equal under that under that yeah. law, and we yeah. have law enforcers that are not held and, and so accountable. He's, he's a Green Beret. And and it says guilt. He was found guilty in 1991 of theft of government property and conspiracy to transport guns and explosives across lines. How do they tie this guy? It says that the military. Ha- it's just someone they want to single out because they don't like the League of the South, and it's right. a person that they want to single single out and tie. And you know they they just put out a big thing saying the rise of the hate groups in America are all over there. The numbers are up because of our president Trump is a race. No, it's because they say, if you're a Christian that don't like homosexuals, 
you're, you're part of yeah. me. You're a terrorist. You're a Christian that thinks. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're a Christian that don't like abortion, and you think it's murder because uh, the Democrats are the. That makes you a murder. terrorist. And, yes. And you're, a, mm-hmm. you're a yeah, you're a terrorist hate group because you think it's morally wrong to murder right. a baby. You're right. It's morally wrong for you know Sodom and Gomorrah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's truly evil, the times we are living in. Yeah, yeah, it beyond is. Beyond evil. Beyond evil. That's okay, for sure. I, yeah, I have a couple of comments here. First of all, you know, in that SBLC report where they say the deadly attack. Well, it was only deadly because the local government, who are all Obama and Hillary supporters, violated the law and allowed the counter demonstrators to attack the demonstrators. That's the only reason it was deadly. Okay. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the average American will think, Oh, yeah, well, they're involved in deadly. No, it was the government that was doing all the deadly stuff. The alt-right people were the victims, not the perpetrators. Okay. So you have to go way through the language in, in like manner. They will report that the, uh, the, uh, the various Christian identity people, the order, uh, and I knew a couple of those guys, the ADL and SBLC are constantly reporting. They were put on trial for hate crimes, but they won't tell you that they got acquitted. Right. So this they is were the uh, ones that protected Gordon Coff. That's right. That's right. So th- they will never tell you the whole story. Never. This is Jewish tactics. It's called dissimulation. They will never tell the whole truth. They will. St- they will. They do tell the truth. But not the whole truth, and they tell enough truth to get people uh, suspicious. That's what they do. Anyone okay. listening, anyone listening, should check out the movie Death and Taxes: The Story of Gordon Call and, uh, and oh. Income Tax. You know, further in this article, further in this article about the lieutenant coast guardman, it says that in the '90s, uh, a series of bombings in the 1990s motivated anti-abortion and anti-gay. Uh, Activist service members Michael Wade Page and Fraser Glenn Miller uh, to commit terrorist acts after uh, spread, spending years. Uh, they just want to uh, make everyone guilty by association. If we don't like abortion, you're, you know, just, just what I said. And, right. Uh, it's just outrageous. And the people aren't standing up. I mean, and, and if you look, Matt Thompson went to the prison. And he wanted to know what's going on with Jeffrey and his wife. My wife just listened to it a little while ago. His wife went on Facebook. Rudy put that video up to his wife said, I've never done a Facebook live. They've arrested my husband. Oh boy. We don't have 75. We don't have $7,500. And if you listen to her, she's a common, she's a school teacher, but she's a mm. wife. She's a, and Matt Thompson, Matt Thompson was the guy leading up the yellow vest thing. And it was only like seven or 10 people that showed up at the Capitol with some signs. They had a little booth they made and they had a girl in there with like a little play shocker thing and she would say oh i want to say something and they would make the buzzing noise and say oh you be quiet and, yeah you know just they were having and it, yeah. I, it was right see I've been see that's the secret times. because the the jews have kept us silent you know richard president nixon talked about the silent majority the jews through their movies made this john wayne the strong silent type and then the jews command like a commandment and demand 100 percent uh allegiance uh, allegiance. yep 100 percent and and so the few that talk out they will bring in all 15 million ants you know and just converge on them in every 
every way, shape, or form. They do it to politicians. They did it to uh, Chuck um, Percy of Illinois. They ganged up on him and brought right. him down. He could have been the his next daughter. president. Of- they murdered his daughter. Yeah, yeah. And murdered his daughter. There are many yeah. Americans. <laughs> there are many Americans today, knowing what Schaefer Cox said, that we know we owe no allegiance to a government that is not loyal to <laughs> us. That's right. That's right. And God's yeah. laws. People, God's laws come first, whether amen. it's in nature or in your amen. garden or amen. in your life or in your okay. mind. A- any law that is <laughs> is uh, anti God is you know you, well, you it's you evil. There, there's, it's evil. <laughs> it's, it's evil. evil. You can't obey. It's Jewish. Evil. It's Jewish. It's Jewish. It's almost right. always Jewish. All right. A couple more things. Uh, again, re- regard to the Jesse Smollett, uh, Jesse rather. Uh, it turns out, and I mentioned this last night, that it may be the case that Kamala Harris is related to Jussie Smollett. Well, it's, I'm getting confirmation all over the Internet that Kamala Harris is Jussie Smollett's aunt. She is Jussie Smollett's aunt, which means there's potential collusion here. Uh, Kamala Harris would have gotten real, how should I put it, uh, you know, political capital <laughs> out of this story had it not been exposed by the Chicago Police Department. Okay, folks, okay. stay tuned, folks. We're going to report. Okay. We're going to be ahead of this story. The mainstream media is going to play this down, but they are related. And uh, we have several photographs of the two posing together, although not next to each other, but in the same photograph, right? We have, okay, all right. Okay, so stay tuned to EFR, folks. We're going to blow this story up high. One other thing. Uh, When we were talking, Daryl, on the phone, I mentioned the uh, story of Mr. Kane, uh, Jerry Ralph Kane, and his son, Joseph who were brutally murdered by the police in Memphis, Tennessee, right outside of Memphis, Tennessee, but I think it was actually in Arkansas. Yeah, West Memphis, Arkansas. Mr. Kane was going around the country telling patriots that the banks are stealing their property because they do not have control or ownership of the mortgage unless they take possession of the original mortgage document. Okay? And he was uh, teaching this to people out west, and they were getting the banks off their backs and retrieving their property from the banks, thanks to Mr. Kane. So they were uh, uh, at a road stop. I'm trying to find the date. It was a few years ago. And the police just opened fire on them. Well, they were actually pulled over for no license plates on their vehicle. No, Really? No license plates? Yes. Hmm. That's interesting. They had their own. Sovereign. There's a whole lot of debate about that. If that was a false flag for them, you know, and and Ed Brown, Ed and Elaine Brown, they were tax protesters. Randy Weaver, he went and and tried to end the standoff there. Right. uh, There's a couple political prisoners, Jason Gerhardt and Daniel Riley, and they were just two young men that were there with them. And they gave and and they can't communicate to people. All these prisoners, Rudy's been cut off from talking to Schaefer Cox. They don't want us to talk about these inspirational prisoners because so many times, all the people that are just following, trying to live their lives. Oh, the government said they did something. They did something, and they just mm-hmm. let it go. Right. And they don't realize this is the controllers, and uh, it, it's pretty outrageous. I mean. Uh, Right. Yeah, it, 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 uh, okay. 
Well, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, though, because, see, a lot of these people who uh, get these oddball, not that they're unconstitutional, but nevertheless, the police departments of every state consider them to be oddball license plates. And you you don't want to give the police an excuse to pull you over. No, you don't. I just remembered what I was going to say. Ed Brown. Ed Brown called Rudy and they were having a conversation and they brought up the term sovereign citizen and, and uh, Ed Brown said that that is a total oxymoron, which I had never thought of it this way, that how can you be a citizen and also a sovereign? It's really a term for ignorant people to, to think it's some, uh, I consider myself sovereign to God. I have to follow the laws and everything because there's guys with guns and sticks that will beat me if, uh, I go out here and drive with a paper, my own homemade deal. You know, I can't do that. But I I certainly believe God's law is higher than the government's law. And this is what they said about Schaefer Cox. The prosecutor at Schaefer's sentencing said he needs, you know, we see cops murder people and they get 15 years, they get caught. Schaefer Cox conspiracy, there's no dead body. Nobody was hurt. Uh, They lied. They had a bunch of evidence. And there's no body. He gets 27 years, and the prosecutor stood up there and said, Schaefer needs to needs this time because he thinks God's law is higher than man's law. <laughs> he's, really, he's, he's a really evil guy. Yeah. Daryl and Eli, I got to tell you something. In Poland, where all Jews come from, in the year 1500, Kazaria, all yeah. laws— in Poland were for the advantage of the Jews and none for the citizens. That's right. None. That's right. So Jews have perfected this and brought this to America, even around the time of the revolution. This has been fomenting, very bubbling, you know, it does they, and not only that, when it comes to wars, they work very fast, but other things they do very slow. So this, this lawlessness Poland was the only such lawless country in the world. I mean, not even the cannibals of Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was right. the worst, the worst yeah. uh, lawlessness. And so when I look at anything today, anything that you tell me about, and I go, yeah, that happened in Poland. Well, that started there. Right. So, so I had to stretch my mind to from the present or even say the past uh, since 1945 or World War One, I, I had to go back to the year 1025. And then I found, yeah, that's what the Jews did there, too. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, Daryl, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, another story on the Southern Poverty Law. So just the way they write this stuff, it says, this is a story from uh, January 25th. It says, three members of a Kansas militia once plotted. What? <laughs> I, I mean... Who is writing this stuff? I mean, and, and, you know, saying Schaefer Cox, seven years in prison, has he's connected to Charlottesville. Saying this, oh. this, this new Patsy false flag guy is connected to the League of the South. Uh-huh. He, you know, and, and to the Kamala no. Harris, I'll end with this. this right. They were really, you know, the, the blacks in Chicago, if, if it would have come out that it was a couple white boys that dumped bleach on him and put a noose on him and they were really from mega country. Uh, saying country, country right. and they look like they, they look like the Covington Catholic boys. Right. It'd be on, man. It'd be burning down. Mm-hmm. And that's what yep. yeah, Chicago would be burning and today. All the yeah, yeah. he'd be getting all the brownie points for yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Praise God that the truth, okay. the truth is going to come out. Okay, one final question. The guy who's uh, accused of being at Charlottesville, wasn't he in prison when that happened? Jennifer I mean, Cox. 
Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, how can you know, I mean t- talk about lousy reporting? <laughs> yeah, I, I I know what you mean. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. How can Yeah. How can you be in jail and in Charlottesville at the same time, folks? Talk. It's beyond stupid. I got the story here. Okay. I got the story here, and it's a, it's because his attorney is suing the the uh, the undercover uh, piece of poop uh, Bill Fulton <laughs> that was a liar. Right. He's a liar, and he's really You're being kind. Schaefer's attorney Schaefer's attorney suing him for eighty five million in in defamation, but it says Alaska militiaman Schaefer Cox. Well, you get down here, and it reads that Schaefer is serving a three hundred and ten month sentence for for anti-government murder conspiracy. Ooh. He has been dismissed. Right. He has been dismissed, and he will be resentenced in Seattle, and he's going to have some good men and people stand, and then they lie about his age. It says Schaefer Cox, now 34. No, he was like 28 or 29 when this happened. He's been in there seven years. He's like 37 years old. Oh, okay. He's lying on his age. They make no mistakes. And then we get down here, and it says that these people raised $100,000 for him, which they did when he first got in trouble. These people raised money for him in his name. and Yeah, we talked he, about that last time. He never got any of that money. Said, yeah, go ahead. His children, his children have to his, – his mother would have to bring the children down to the secret prison to visit him. And it cost $4,000 to find out. So his, and, and you were asking about any of these prisoners, please – Lone Star 70, 1776 uh, does not raise money. They don't take money. They don't ask people for money. If you want to send them some money and say, hey, we want to help you guys for what you do, and they certainly could use it. But they want you to send money to the family so, like, Schaefer's children could visit him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want you to help them with legal defense. We want you to help them with action items. They all, Prisoners always have things that they need people to do. Uh Okay. And it gets down here in this article, and it says Schaefer was uh, uh, he won 37 percent of the vote in a bid for Congress in 08, and I think this is why they were afraid of him. Right. Uh, when he he went to prison in 2012 for a plot to to uh, kill and kidnap, terrorize government officials, and it wasn't. They asked him, "What do you think if the grid ever goes down and it's no law and order? What are we going to do? We're going to protect ourselves." Right. But it says the Alaskan Peacekeepers Militia, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Where is it? With the, oh, okay. Yeah. He shouldn't have used down. that word militia. That's a dangerous word to use. The, the word militia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, American yeah. Border Patrol. Uh, fundraising. Yeah, yeah. The big, okay, so while you're looking, okay, uh, so how do we help these people? I mean, uh, let me write, read out the websites Year again. Year of Jubilee. Year of Jubilee. Okay. .com. Year of .com. And then uh, they, yeah. they will have instructions on how you can donate money to these. Because I know donating to a prisoner, you have to donate into a specific account set up for the prisoner, uh, you know, on some register somewhere. So the, and you can only donate so much either. Okay. So uh, is there a way to donate to these? Is there a legal counsel or to their families on these websites? Schaefer, Co- Schaefer Co- would be uh, just go to free Schaefer Cox and that's uh, this girl Angela runs that website and she actually just recently got a thumbs up from Ted Nugent is aware of the story all right president mm. here so mm. that's real awesome and then Jeffrey has uh, free the bulletin man or, or Jeffrey uh, the just go to 
year of jubilee and it has all the links for all these people they don't okay they, they don't discriminate on health if you are interested in schaefer College, right david hinkson david hinkson was part of the sagebrush rebellion in in nevada in the early 90s long before the bundy mm. russell landers last montana freeman wow. and, and i think pastor steve is familiar with the freeman russell landers is in a secret prison there's no dead body it was a banking crime okay fine you could say the montana freeman were wrong for wanting to start this that whatever He's a Christian man that talks about the, the Constitution. He grew up in Iowa. He never hurt anybody. Right. Why is he in a secret prison? He's in a secret prison because he's inspirational. He'll get out right. and tell people that the 16th Amendment was never ratified, that oh, we boy. are slaves in, uh -huh. in a country that our, our, <laughs> our family founded. All right. And, okay. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, Daryl. Yeah, all right, Daryl. Year of Jubilee. So everybody, yeah, uh, go there and uh, you know you can donate to these particular prisoners. Uh, but my final comment before Could we I, let you go yeah, uh, is that everyone, I wanted to ask if you got to listen to the thirty-one year CIA agent guy, and I would say if any yes. go to Lone Star seventeen seventy-six, give them a thumbs up. And write a comment. Write what's on your heart. If you don't think that, that they deserve help or, or something, write oh, it. Oh, they need we, it. We, we Absolutely need it. Know. Yeah. Uh, and everybody else will read it. And if you want to write a prayer for them, write a prayer for them. If, you, right. if it's on your heart, and I just say to any of you, please help. Please help, because we can change hearts and minds by speaking up. Right. Well, the more they persecute patriots, the more their friends and families and relatives and everybody else realizes what's going on, and they get angry, and they get guns, and they get ammo. So if they try to take this country from us, they got a fight on their hands. All right. Okay, Daryl, thank you for a wonderful report. Okay? Peace and blessings. All right. All. All right take care. Bye -bye. Have a bless. All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So, Barbara, can you believe this? <laughs> how, well, how the Patriots... first part I did watch. Okay. Uh, the YouTube about the guy that was shot. They have the actual shooting on the Internet mm -hmm. uh, wow. and the words and everything like that. So I, I studied it, and I was astounded. Yeah, I remember now. I think he had four bullets in him or something, and they took him to trial. And I, rem I remember that. With the, the they had that um, like electric shocks with the right. chains on him. Right. This is whole, this ankle is bracelets. This, this is disgusting it's, that a white Soviet man Union. would be going through this, and the, the Jewish Union. men are walking around like kings and queens with a that's, Jewish woman well, and their kids. Right. That's how I mean, it's, it's been throughout a, history. I can't believe this is America. This is uh, no, it's Jew America. Worse than anything that we've ever experienced. Yeah, it's Jew America, right? So Jew, I call it Jew U, Jew S A. Right, right. Okay, so we have all these. We, we recounted several instances during this report of how the federal government, under the auspices of Jewish power, are taking patriots and executing them or putting them in jail. Yes, that's what's happening in America, folks. And it's all it's not it's not the Democratic Party, Rush Limbaugh. It's the Jews, stupid. It's the yes. Jews. OK, they started communism. They started the mm -hmm. Democratic Party. This is yep. this. Yep. We're under their spell. It's actually a spell. That's right. Our people are all under a spell. They, it's like like a trance, but it's an evil trance. It's something that see. 
we only have Jewish avenues to work with, like psychology or psychiatry and stuff like that. We don't have a, a system set up of, of these evil methods that they use and how, how effective. And sometimes it's, it's, they build it in the system that they don't even have to be there to do the stuff. It just seems to happen to work in their favor and against us, against the people. This is our country. Be like someone coming in my house and doing everything to, to counteract everything I'm doing. Drive me crazy. Uh, yes. Try to kill me. You know, <laughs> right? um, uh, starve yeah. me and everything. Uh, uh, make me work and slave. You know, 24 hours a day and stuff like this. While right. they just sit around and and uh, count the money. Drive us crazy. And the crazy. Jewish woman just counts the money in the bank. Yep, they just drive us crazy. Okay, all right, we're reaching the top of the hour. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we're going to play a song. It'll take about five minutes. It's a, it's called Don't Let Them Take Our Guns Away, folks. Don't let them take our guns good away. Good song. I've got yeah. it on my telephone. <laughs> Very good. All right. I'll sing along, right? Okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. Okay, you're on the air, Barbara. Oh, what happened to the song? <laughs> I don't know. I hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the, it stopped. Oh, I think it was only a, uh, sorry, folks. That was just an intro. It was not the full song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a good thing I got back quickly. All right. Wow. Man. Okay. So, uh, Mike rattling noises. I'm going to try to control that. And, uh get this act together all right so the next episode of our show today has to do with a book what's the title of the book barbara it's I, judas iscariot 
Um, it's. I think it's echoing, Pastor Eli. It's echoing okay. a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, I, I, I can't do anything about it. Otherwise, we'll lose you. Okay. So. Okay. Just try to deal with it. Okay. Judas Iscariot, an old type in a new form. It's by Telemachus Thomas Timaeus, a Greek historian. He was a Greek immigrant that came here with fifteen dollars, hmm. and he was awarded by the Royal Cross Society or something as a very high literary author. And he was really writing about Greek history as I was studying my Polish history. And then you find the Jews. They're there, (laughs) folks, if you look hard enough. They're so concealed. It's nearly impossible. They've got almost 100% going, right? Anyways, so um, I had found three of his books, the the American Jew and Exposé, the original Mr. Jacobs, another American Jew, in different places. One, in fact, in the local Missouri State University Library, a special collections. I got to take pictures of it, right? Okay. But uh, they're very rare. And I, I was calling around. It's a long story of how I, I end up getting this book. Uh, but I called up and the uh, library reference department says, look up worldcat.org. And then I found there were uh, five cop, four copies, I think, in, in the world, okay? Uh, but just this one, Judas Iscariot, and I think it was Katana that said he was looking for this book. They could find everything, but they can't find Judas Iscariot. It's that, you know, mm-hmm. and that gave me all the more impulse. Oh, if they can't <laughs> find it, I'm going to try, right? So anyways, I, I called um, the one library that had it. The book was falling apart. They can't do anything. Another library said they would take seven pictures of it. So that was the end of those two. two a synagogue has one and a mm. Jewish theological seminary, which will tell you how, how the Jews make sure they'll destroy all the copies, but they'll leave two to, to teach their people. Now, not only that, I don't know if you know this, but in the, in that uh, the rise and fall of the Jewish gangsters, when the, the the evil Jews came here from Russia, they were taught in their, their synagogues because they were they're really like uh, reptilians or, or some alien force. <laughs> David so Ike agrees taught- with you. David Ike agrees with you. He used well, to teach well, that world is run by by reptilians. And then and he finally clarified that. But I'm just going to use that as an <laughs> right. example. Sure. And so what, what they would do is you'd have these um, Turk Mongols, you know, the worst barbarians that in, uh, in all the wars and everything, put on business suits. And then, and then uh, but they taught them how to act. They taught them how to talk. They taught them how to dress. Right. They said, here's how the white man dresses. Here's how he talks. Here's how your mannerisms are. Mm-hmm. And this is how they, they camouflaged in society, okay? Yeah. They so anyway, stay, anyway. They have to stop saying, oy vey. That's a dead right, giveaway. Right. That gives them away, <laughs> right? Uh, so anyways, um, so then I found the Library of Congress, and they had a book. And I thought, well, they've got all the books. They had all his Greek historian books. But they didn't have Judas Iscariot. Well, first of all, he said he did. And I says, do me a favor and do a physical check. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, he says, it's gone. It was stolen. Mm. Then I called back a second time and I says, it shows his other three books, which I read I didn't need. Were those stolen? Yes. <laughs> all four, just the Jewish books, right? Right. So, so then um, – the, the head of the Library of Congress, she emailed me back and she says, there's been a great heist of history books. And this is how come 
We only have the Jewish version of the Holocaust. Everybody and everything is silenced. Right. And our people aren't, they're, they're like aimlessly going along with it. They, right. Oh, yeah, they don't even know. Yeah. Well, the so same anyways, thing, ha- Barbara, let me interrupt you here. Uh, the same thing happened at Amazon, which was freely selling books about the Holocaust. They were anti-Holocaust revisionist books until the Jews finally got had enough and they ordered Amazon to stop selling books that uh, criticize the Holocaust. It's punishing us. Yeah, it's again, right. Jew, Jews, it's in their DNA. It's in their it DNA. They can't stop themselves. It. Mm-hmm. Anytime they they feel like we're getting a little bit too much, they they will find a way. They won't even have to punish us directly. They'll get Amazon to punish us, right. and then they'll laugh all the way to the bank. That's right. Uh, but but yeah. anyway, so I gave up on the book, and I had I was going through all my papers because I set I I got rid of my bed in my bedroom and I set myself an office up for my own book, you know, and I came across this one paper and it said the Athenaeum of Philadelphia. And it says, and I had a telephone number here, and uh, so I called them, and I, I really, you have never heard me so sad and pleading in my <laughs> life. I'm the widow of a United States Marine Purple Heart Hall of Honor. He fought mm-hmm. the communists. I'm writing his book. I've got to have this book. It, it's rare, but it, it, it's like the most important. It was stolen at the Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. Can you please even take pictures of it or just send me one page or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I want to tell you something within, I, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes. I don't know exactly. I looked in my, in my email box and he, that book was in my email, in my email wow. box. Wow. Completely Fantastic. From the yeah. His name was Mike from the library said he will send it. And see, this is how we need to cooperate as white people. You want something done, do it. You want this, yeah. like a business, you know what I mean? And and anyway, right. so yeah. I treasure this book. I sent you a copy. You have one now. Right. I would like to Thank eventually, you. because this, this book is like the, he's the grandfather of everything. I would like, I would like it to be around the world, even China, even Africa. Oh, because yeah. Because the, Jew, the, Jew, the Jews are going to have to run out of here or something's going to happen. They cannot have a Poland to keep running back to. And they can't use us as Poland anymore. So that if they're going to go get in trouble in in yeah. uh, Africa, they're going to come back here when the cannibals go to to yeah. eat them up or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're trying to get their well, gold and diamonds over there. Yeah, it's funny about the Orientals. They love uh, uh, stuff about Hitler and about the Jews. They, they absolutely. Really? Oh, they eat it up. They eat it up. Uh, 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 mein Kampf is a big seller in the Orient. Okay, and uh, and and they have a lot of. Uh, they're savvy about the Jews. You know, they know about the Jews. There's no love yeah. for Jews by, by the Oriental people. So uh, th- this might be a big seller over there, <laughs> right? Well, Maybe we should yeah, get the copyright. And like I yeah. say, if if they're aware. Because you you always know that Jews are working with multiple nations, like in Poland, they would be working with uh, the Muslims, the Tatars, the uh, the uh-huh. uh, Turks, uh, Germany, uh, not Prussia, Austria, Russia, even as far as Sweden. Sometimes all at all at once they were going to war. We don't right. want this madness of Poland, and it can be stopped. History doesn't have to repeat itself. Right? Are you well, okay? Yeah. Well, here we'll do oh, some shows about you know Poland and the Jews, yeah. uh, but this guy is Maybe. a Greek, a Greek, yes, and yes. Uh, repeat his name again for the audience. I don't have it on my page it's here. Telemachus Thomas Timaeus. And just to give you a background in here, so okay. he came here around 1853. 
and he was like a you know a literary agent. He did the three books, but it was this last book that the Jews brought out all the hounds of hell. And it, um, so what he did, and one thing you have that he said is the most important thing I've read, because he said in 1889, he says, I cannot understand how we were not able to talk about the Jews in America for 100 years. Right, already not in 1890. Already. <laughs> already, already, yes. And if, if you take 17, if you take 1889 and you go back a century, that's 1789, that's our constitution. Our constitution was definitely infiltrated by the Jews. Yes. Definitely. Well, not the There's constitution. No doubt in my mind. No, not the constitution, but the government. Certainly the government. I mean the government. Yeah, yeah. but here, let me just, uh, maybe you're not aware of this. Uh, Joe McCarthy unearthed a quotation about uh, the Jews uh, made to General Washington when uh, Cornwallis surrendered to Washington uh, at the end of the American Revolution. Cornwallis is reported to have said, uh, within 200 years, your country will be practicing the religion of the Jews. Okay, I got to put that in my book, practicing yeah. the religion oh, okay. of the Jews. Yeah, I like I'll that. I'll send you the link. That, yeah, yeah send me the... the link to that. I yeah, want to put okay. that link in my book. So it's obvious uh, our people knew about the Jews even then, although uh, our uh, founding fathers referred to them as the black nobility you know, the, the bankers, the evil bankers, and uh, they knew about uh, the Rothschilds in the Bank of England. You know, uh, yes. Benjamin Franklin said the real reason for the American Revolution was because the Bank of England refused to allow the colonies to use their own money. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not stated in any history book. Okay, no, so, so of we've, course we've, not. we've got the goods on them. All right, so here, okay. let's Well, let's, now, here's what he did. So now, to, to circumvent the Jews, because he could not get it published anywhere, uh, he bought Minerva Publishing Company. Mm-hmm. And he went to pr- when he went to print the book out, uh, even his own family and friends and everybody said, don't do it. They're going to ruin you. They're going to kill you. This is, this is the atmosphere of what, you know, even like what I'm going through with my book today, you know what I mean? Right. And one Irishman helped him out. He was from the army, and he's the one that... I think donated some money and helped him out. And so he bought Minerva Publishing Company and the Jews had him arrested uh-huh. and thrown into jail to shut Minerva down. Right. And then it, it says in the book, um, the quote that was there said that uh, uh, after he, after he, uh, it was only a, a good genius lawyer that got him out. Oh, a Jew lawyer, a genius, no doubt. Not, not, a, not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Jew, a genius lawyer got him right, out. Right. And and what I'd like to start with is is um, this quote. It says from the book, in 1889, Tim Ayanis wrote, quote, it was after reading the above lines from Carlyle that the idea was first suggested to me of writing this present book and pointing out those who are planning our catastrophe. This Mm. catastrophe is one that will surely overtake us all. Unless we take measures, apply the remedy, a remedy that is plainly shown in the um, pages that follow. And then uh, the the other quote that I like was... um, And I like this. This this is kind of like it helps me with my own book. But he goes, I know the Jews 
too well to fear their mutterings or their threats. I have undertaken a battle, which I know I shall win, nor will I lay down my pen before the victory is mine, the Mm -hmm. author. Now, this was almost lost. His victory is going to come. Right. Up until now, Mm -hmm. there was only like one little molecule, you know what I mean, in the whole universe of of, uh, of uh, all these molecules and everything. <laughs> right, right. It, 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 those yeah. words, I hope I live to see the day, at least beginnings, at least, that, that this, and if the Jews can, when the Jews yeah. do something like World War One, they, they put everything on us so fast, we were walking around like idiots. Oh, yeah, right. It was so oh, yeah. fast, and, and this is what they do to us, while they are working like a worm, methodically, airing soil making soil for all their their criminal crimes and everything you know right, right. so um so anyways yeah. i wanted to get started with that they're little parasites and, uh, well here let me uh let me uh, turn to page five here uh let me read the first paragraph and i'll turn it over to you and uh soon after the book was published a whale arose from he says from israel but we know it's the jews from the jews yes. how the jews tore their hair Committee upon committee of Jews visited the booksellers, urging upon them not to sell the obnoxious book. It was indecent. It was immoral, said the Jews, perhaps because it described the indecent and immoral life of the Jews. Mr. Jenkins, who does not know the good-natured, harmless, and modest president of the Manhattan News Company, was easily persuaded to withdraw the book from the stands of the elevated road, and for a time at least the Jews congratulated themselves that they had effectually prohibited its sale. Okay. Yes, and so, then it says, but they did go ahead. not. Take it. Exclamation take it over. point. They did mm-hmm. not. But can you see? I mean, can you see? Do you see what we're up against? And like, yeah. I like this old stuff. I like the new stuff too. But well, it I like proves this. that I, this has been going on for hundreds of years. You know, yes, Jewish yes. persecution and, they, and, and censorship how they work. And they're they're probably they're probably running around just wringing their hands, wondering, how, well, how are we going to stop this? What are we going to do now? Yeah. What if how are they going to kill knows EFR? China knows <laughs> right? we can't run to China. You know. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, actually, what's happening is the Jews of Europe are are leaving, especially France, and going to Canada because people are beginning to get wise to Jewish tactics in France. And, of course, their president is a Jew, all right? Probably a lot of Frenchmen don't even know that he's a Jew, okay? But this is how they operate. All right, please continue. Take the next paragraph. Okay. It is not an easy task to suppress a book that is the that is the spokesman, the advocate, as it were, of all sufferers, of passive victims, of those who realize their own helplessness, of those who have been robbed, of those dupes who are not born to fight, and who dare not even cry out, "Stop, thief!" Right? Yeah, most people are uh, too too weak to even do that. Yeah, please continue. Again, the Jews were not so fortunate as to meet always with good-natured, harmless, virtuous, and modest, especially modest persons, so easily awed by the insolent assurance and arguments of Israel or Jewry as Mr. Jenkins. Suffice it is to say, there were found American booksellers whose courage... Right, took courage. Courage. 
was a match for the threats of the Jews and who were not to be dissuaded from selling. This He talked about his last book, the original Mr. Jacobs, openly. That's, that's where the first battle began. Yeah, okay. Uh, you say you have that book, the original Mr. I Jacobs. Do. Okay, and uh, to what extent does he expose the Jews in that book? Or is Tremendous. that book? Okay, yeah, so. You know what? When I read this, to me, every word and every line, I have made hours and hours and hours and hours of notes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and usually the only two books is the Ameri- there's two American Jews that are similar, but these other ones have all like fresh material. They all right. have fresh material in them. Yeah. 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 All right. Please continue. It talks about the Rothschilds in this next paragraph. Yes, I see. Go ahead. And it says here, um, the result of that book has been to show the Jew up in the light of day. It drew aside the veil of Israel's vague pretense. Jewries, Jewries, yep. Yes. Of humanitarianism. Does that sound like our liberals today? Mm -hmm. Let's give away all the white treasury, right, to everybody and call it. All Good. these warmongers who uh, war-mongers, call themselves, right. uh, what's the other word, uh, humanitarians, and, uh, oh, well, they, they donate money to all of these crusades, but they always, uh, the money always finds, finds its way to Israel, right? Back to you. Yeah. And, and do you know all the charities that they're supposed to be philanthropy, oh, and we give the all word, the money, like in the, in the right. PBS and all that, they skim off 80%. You're right. <laughs> 80%. Right. Yeah. 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 They they have us in so many circles. Anyways, this is here. And displayed the Jew in all his hideous nakedness. Oh, that's too hideous. that's too honest. How can you speak? Yeah. How can you say such a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but he says he, he it. I, it. He, it's just I, it, it's kind of easy reading. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it is. Heart right to the heart. Mm-hmm. Right to the heart. It says the times of luxurious irresponsibility have passed. Even for the Jews, the people of this country, we'll call them the white people, okay, sometimes. Right, sure. White people of this country are beginning to inquire, who are these vagabonds who less than 25 years ago came penniless into a rich country that they alone are rich today? They alone, yep. okay? Right. In 25 years, they took over the all our, our, our the wealth. Right. So this would have been, uh, let's see, 25, yeah, 20, is he... 1864, right? Guess what? Yeah, right, right at the end of the Civil War, they right. popped right in here to take over. Oh, yeah, if, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. The people are beginning to talk a great deal about the American Rothschilds, even then. And the Jews know well that it is not safe under certain circumstances and conditions to have their lives and actions too freely criticized. Yeah. Cowardice, prevarication, deception. And vindictiveness are characteristic of the Jew. To this day, the Jews are striving, conniving, and plotting how to ruin, how to blackmail, how to bring to terms the author of the original Mr. Jacobs. The Jews, however, may rest assured that all their threats, all their plots, all their boasting influence with corrupt judges. Oh, not. You can't, you can't be serious, oh, my, corrupt oh, judges. My. Oh, yeah. All That's right. even before they took the Supreme Court over, mm-hmm. right? They started right? at the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
And their mutterings, I call mutterings. <laughs> right. You know, now when you hear the Jew TV and stuff like that, oh, there goes the Jews and their mutterings. You know, right. I mean, that's exactly. What they're doing. Exactly. They have they have no weight with me, for I will meet them as I have in the past, and I will continue in the work I have taken in hand until the day when public sentiment shall be aroused, and they. I'm going to say this very slowly, and they the Jews be driven from this country as they are being driven from the dominions of the czar. Okay. This, and I now agree. mind you, at the, if you compare the notes in 18, this is around 1889. That is the year that the Jewish woman killed the first czar. Right. I think his name was, what was the, Alexander was his name? The first Alexander one. Alexander first. Yeah. Alexander, then yes. Nicholas. Yeah. A woman killed him. A right. Jewish, well, a, woman a Jewish woman. Him. Yeah. yeah. And Amer American people know nothing about this. Virtually all of the assassinations that occurred in Russia were committed by Jews and, or their hirelings. Okay. Yes. Nothing is said about this at all. And of course the Jews in Hollywood never do make any movies about the, the Bolshevik torturing and annihilation of hundreds of, well, many millions of white well, Russians, and like, et cetera. Our, our boys, okay, our white men and stuff like that, that you're talking about being in prison for these small little tiny things. Right. Uh, freedom of speech. That's being all shot at. For. It's a, it's a crime to take four bullets. <laughs> right? It's a crime How to take four bullets. How can you blame bullets? them from getting angry? You know? Yeah. And uh, the Jews are getting away with, with these yes, they humongous yes. crimes. Okay, here, Anyways, let me say, yeah, okay. let me say something here at this point because, uh, it probably seemed, uh, Mr. Uh, Timian, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Timianus, uh, Mr. Timianus. I, I pronounce it like I, I split it up into three syllables. Right. Tim, and then A-Y-E like I, Tim, yeah. or Tim A. Yeah, Timianus. Timianus, okay. Mr. Timianus. And at this, when he was writing, there was a lot of argumentation in, in the national uh, uh, press, uh, among the populists, the populist party first emerged around this time, 1889, 1890, that sort of thing. And the bankers were always in the news and the populists were really going after the bankers big time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So from his perspective, I could see that it appeared that the Jews were going to be found out and overthrown. Okay, I could see that that, that might have happened, but uh, it turned out that President McKinley was used by the Jews to begin their globalist empire. They used him to attack Spain, the Spanish-American War, right? They used him to attack the Philippines and take over the Philippines, and the, the globalist corporate America began right around this time, okay? Uh, and and wasn't wasn't it uh, it was yeah. a Jewish woman Emma Goldman who right. incited the Polish immigrant to kill yeah. uh, McKinley she, yeah she incited she was... him she got off scot free they arrested her they yeah. arrested her for that murder yeah. but yeah. she gets off scot free I think she spent five years in prison right. her highness right, right. Her, 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 yeah. the Emma high Goldman. no the high priestess right oh yeah and, and she they, was a and feminist then I think they she was also a feminist Jewish a Jewish feminist okay so we get feminism from the Jews folks <laughs> don't be fooled that's where we get it from all right please continue we're on page seven right first paragraph go ahead all right the Jews call the popular Hatred entertained toward them throughout the world 
religious persecution, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. You know, they're persecuting us again. Come on. Europe threw them out 359 times, right? Right. There's something going on. And listen, we're not the dumb Polacks. This Mm -hmm. is what they did to my people. How did they silence my people? Mm -hmm. We cannot become dumb Amerilocks. When we find ourselves going in that direction, say, all these jokes that you've heard and everything, this now applies to us. And this is what we have to break this this, uh, straitjacket that they Mm -hmm. have us in. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, let's see. Um, Yeah. This next uh, sentence, this next sentence is absolute truth. Go ahead. But it is a fact that at no time have the Jews been persecuted on account of their religion. They are attacked because they seek to rob the nations that extend to them hospitality, because they seek by the power of their ill-gotten gains to reduce to slavery those who have extended hospitality to them. Mm -hmm. The so-called anti-Semitism has ever been the exercise of the legitimate right of defense. Amen to it that. is an economic question and a question of race incomp- incompatibility. Did Amen. you hear that, folks? Mm-hmm. Race incompatibility. We cannot be, we're not compatible. Get a divorce from <laughs> right, them. Right. You, you, well, you we're not even married. They're whores. Something minor, and then yeah. you put up with this. Yes, it's incredible. Well, see, uh, now, the interesting thing about this book is that he's saying about the Jews exactly what we in identity have been saying about them for decades, right? Just straightforward, right. honest talk about the Jews. This, this is, is so like refreshing. So right, right. Yeah. Okay, right. let's jump to chapter two, uh, right. the heading of which is the victory of the Jews and the Jew as citizen. Uh, back to you. Okay. It's on page eight. Yes, reader, there actually exists a Jewish conquest, just as there have existed conquests of all sorts during the last 5,000 years. The Jewish conquest, like the feudal conquest of old, has for its motto, no Lord without his land, no land without its Lord. Hold on, on. let's transliterate this. No Jew... Without our land, <laughs> no land without its Jewish Lord. That's what's happening today. Back to you. Well, I, I made a comment. E. Michael Jones, I mean, this is how I have to find uh, right. information about my history, right? Because Jews kept my people illiterate, which is what what's happening today. We must right. read and write, even if it's painful. But I, I was doing it to America today, too. Our people, yeah. we're so dumbed down. Uh, half yeah, the people it's, it's are illiterate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, Go ahead. And what I had to do is I had to take a screenshot of this one, like a one page. I think it was from Poganov, uh, a Polish book by Poganowski. Okay. And he had, he had on this on this little clip on the YouTube, it said, at that time, there were 13 million white Polish slaves. Jew, mm-hmm. Jews owned all the banking business and money and the mortgage lands. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Even back way back then, and right. a friend of mine just told me from Poland, she says there's a, a famous phrase that the Jews just spit out at them all the time, our homes, your streets, meaning the Polish people worked for the Jews and they paid the mortgage and then the Jews pulled the mortgage from them 
and threw them out in the streets right. to die homeless. In my daddy's town, 50,000 a year died in Galicia, Poland, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. a- anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, in um, addition to mortgages and banking, they were the tax collectors. It's called tax farming, and they owned the liquor industry, and they owned all the uh, bars or taverns. You know, so, and believe so, it or not, the entertainment. Really? That too. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just I, like I found today. That in a book. <laughs> just like today. And, and that, it, it came happen right here. You know, yeah, same thing happened right. in Las Vegas, Vegas but, right? Who owns but, Las Vegas? Who what, owns Hollywood? What was all right. Poland was the worst, and I don't, I don't want to get into Poland, but they were they were the worst served slavery and suffering country. But they had us dancing to it. They were right. dancing while we were slaves. Yeah, indeed. You know, in other words, I'm suffering so much, but the music is playing, so I can suffer more. Right. Right. Well, here it, it's okay. Yeah, anyways, this, this Brofman, is too much fun. Yeah, this is too much Brofman, fun. Go ahead. Yeah, Brofman, a converted Jew, Jewish, mm-hmm. whom the Jews poisoned. No. Now, yeah, he they will kill their own. converted Israelite. Mm-hmm. Published upon this topic an interesting book entitled The Kahal. Now, I know you've talked about that quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, right? I've been wanting to find that book. <laughs> the Kahal oh, we'll by Brofman. Yeah, we'll put you on the trail of this book. Okay, Go ahead. It, yeah. Wait, Brofman. Okay. Yeah, the Kahal. Uh, containing certain startling facts which book the gold of Israel or Jews has well nigh succeeded in causing to disappear. Another, okay. Look at these. Another suppressed hey, book. magicians, disappearing yeah. books. Mine, mine has disappeared. It's not even published yet because mm-hmm. they're shutting everybody down that I refer to, right? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. The goods of the Goyim, and that's the whites and the Gentiles who are whites, are considered to be a property, a property where, right. Did you know you were a property? <laughs> oh, I yeah. I found that out when uh, I was a, a Vietnam a, soldier. I said, who, who the hell uh, t- told, uh, you know, said that I'm disposable? Right. Did you, you know? know that the Jews only pay 37 cents for every white body bag like my husband? Or even oh, if you died right. yourself, 37 cents. And then they sold it to the government for $37, right? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. It says, are, are considered to be a property without a lawful master which the Jew can, with perfect impunity, take, just as the Normans were wont to take the lands of the Saxons. The Normans, in order to assume possession of the coveted land, promised to perform a certain task, to render a certain service, to pay a state a tribute to the sovereign. The Jew is equally obliged to perform certain duties toward the kahal, that is to say, toward the body of his brethren, those no, whose aid he can in turn count upon. Mm-hmm. The Jews hold that Jehovah has covenanted with them to give all the goods of the Gentiles for an inheritance. And he goes, just think of it, exclamation yep. point. Now, yep. uh, can you make a comment on that? Because you know about the, uh, you know about the Jehovah part of that. Oh, yeah. That well, all, yeah. all the goods have to go to them. Yeah, well, they made up the name Jehovah. That's actually, they take the name of Yahweh and insert the uh, alphabet, sorry, uh, consonants. And uh, I'm getting worked up here. The uh, uh, vowels, and they inserted the vowels from the the other word into YHW, and that's how they came up with Jehovah instead of Yahweh. It's it's correct, the pronunciation is Yahweh. So, yeah, and then they do. They claim to own all of our property because we're beasts, we're animals. And mm-hmm. so they can take the property of animals. You know, We don't have any rights in their book, the Talmud. Yeah, okay, back to you. 
certain noted Jews have veritable domains, principalities, kingdoms, as it were, all to themselves. The Rothschilds, for instance, have France. Hirsch has the Ottoman Empire. I want to stop here at this, mm-hmm. okay, because I found something very strange. I was reading one of Mary Baker Eddy's books when I was a Christian scientist, and they helped me a lot. Okay, I'm not anymore, but mm-hmm. I was. And it said, it just, I don't know how I happened to open to the book. It says, but Mary Baker Eddy donated $10,000 to this Hirsch, okay? Really? And I says, yeah. It, he's, I think he's called D. Hirsch, D.E. Hirsch. And I says, I got to look this up. Don't tell me it's a Jew. And it is a Jew. <laughs> and it was to bring in all these criminals during 1875 to 1921. And she didn't know. Nobody knew of the poor Jews. They're suffering right. persecution in Russia. Six million of them in 1875, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and by today's standards, that $10,000 would be. And then I looked it up further. And I found out that it said that De Hirsch's wife took all these millions and millions of dollars, and she bra- she bragged about it. it. It was supposed to be like money to be used in general. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. Not not for Jewish. And she brags all the money that we take in goes only to our Jewish people. That's right. Period. Yep. How do you yeah. like that? So that was. No, a, they brag a fine about that. Yeah, they brag about it all the time. Right. Okay, so Hirsch has the Ottoman Empire, while others content themselves with acquisitions of less importance, such as having under under their control certain products like sugar, coal, and oil. That's how come we eat so mm-hmm. much sugar in this country. Right. And coal. Jews always get into something that they keep you coming back, like lipstick for women or right. coal Cigar- or oil. Cigarettes. Like yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, they monopolize. Addictions. They monopolize. Especially, especially addictions, gambling and all that stuff. Right. That, right. That's real, and that's, that's a dangerous one. That's really dangerous. These ladders are designated oil kings and sugar kings. Now, I wanted to tell you something because – when the Jews have brought down all our kings, that's right. so they they are the kings. They are the only kings of the world, and and they brought down like Queen Marie Antoinette, King Louis the Sixteenth, the German king, the Polish king, the uh, the the British king in um, when our war started, and even when now they put they have they don't have a Jew they don't have a British king a male they have mm-hmm. that Queen Elizabeth for hundred right. years right but they're the only kings. And even on Jesus's crucifix at the top, uh, they put a, above him that sign, I-N-R-I, this mm-hmm. is the king of the Jews. And they went, oh, no, he's not our king. <laughs> right? No, they right? are the kings and they will not accept it. And it's, the whites have to take that back. It is theirs. It's right. inalienable it's rights that God Almighty gave to us. They can make all the laws that they want, but they cannot transfer. Inalienable means it cannot be transferred from you or me or our audience. That is your inheritance. It cannot be uh, uh, given to them. And if Mm -hmm. they make laws or even all the laws that are on the books that are in their favor and against us, they have to be repealed. Everything has to be ours as that gift from God. And uh, anyways, this is here. And it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Certain noted Jews have variable domains. Oh, I said that already. The Rothschilds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it says here, the Jews of the present day have turned to their advantage the entire feudal system 
of old. Can you explain what the feudal means? Okay. What does that mean? Yeah, well, feudalism was when the Holy Roman Empire, essentially the Catholic Church and their kings, ruled over Europe and the and the serfs were essentially slaves, you know, to this system. Okay. So, uh, but uh, what I've been telling people, there's no difference between feudalism and communism. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that the feudal lords are now Jews. <laughs> That's the only difference. Yeah, and, and at you. least when, when it was Christians, I mean, we were treated halfway, halfway yeah, decent. Yeah, except, at least except, they kept yeah, them alive yeah. because they used them to work, right? But right. If, if you dissatisfy the commissar, he shoots you in the head or worse. Uh-huh. You see, and these, commies, these little commies coming up out of the colleges have no comprehension that, the, that communism is point by point virtually identical to feudalism. You had to have a passport to travel, right? Uh-huh. You, you, you were owned by the company, <laughs> right, uh-huh. by the government. Right. Right. I don't know about, well, actually, I was told, I haven't confirmed this, but in some cases, the feudal lords had the right when one of the serfs got married that uh, he had first right to, to the wife, Okay. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of this. I just found out about Mm -hmm. this recently. But guess what? What? In the Soviet Union, they had what was actually officially called the nationalization of women. No. Where any yes, where any commissar. Well, they they don't tell you this stuff. Where any commissar could pick a white woman and have sex with her, and she couldn't do anything about it. Oh, I wonder. I want, and and the Jews started feminism here. That's it was right. Jews that was called. I wonder how called, they feel about that. Yeah, it was I wonder called. How they feel about their own people. They should be on a guilt trip. Oh man, guilt it was called free guilt. love. It was called free love, Barbara. Oh, it sounds like free love. It just sounds, really okay. It, it all makes sense. <laughs> it's happening you know, in America. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, the woman who started that, her name was Alexandra Kolontai, and the. Uh, the free love and the uh, syphilis epidemic got so bad that... Oh, no, uh, you're kidding. Nope, I'm not kidding. That uh, Stalin had to sign an order to put it to an end. Okay? Oh, so, so much oh for women's liberation under communism. I just wanted to bring that up. Back to you. Yes, okay. It was the custom among some lords of the Middle Ages to exchange a certain number of their Jews. This was considered a valid exchange like any other, a monetary transaction. The Jews do the like today with the Christians. Oscar Harvard has published the modus of these operations as contained in the Kahal, the book above referred to. The Jews put up at auction, he says, during their secret meetings held in the consistory, the goods of the Goyim and the Gentiles. The highest bidder thus obtains the sole right over the property of the proprietor who is knocked down to him and the right to have recourse to every kind of scheme, intrigue, lie, and deceit that may enable him to enter into possession of the property that the consistory to- sold to him. Mm-hmm. Let us take an example. Okay, Suppose, hold on, hold on. Instance, so here, okay. here are these Jews bidding against each other as to who has the right to take down this Christian, to, to bankrupt him, etc., etc. And that's called the consistatory. 
consistatory. Oh, good, good All right, folks, Excellent. you heard yes. it here first. You heard it here first. The consistatory. I hope every, I hope every church is listening to this. And yeah, they, no. But instead of having a Sunday service, put this on. <laughs> yes, exactly. They don't need to be hypnotized anymore with jingles, especially mm-hmm. oh, Jewish, yeah. especially the ones that worship the Jews. That is blasphemy. That's uh, right. That's right. Okay, All so right. Please says, continue. Yep. It says, let us take an example. Suppose, for instance, that Moses acquired the right to rob Brown. The moment that the consistory has regularly sold this right to Moses, the latter, with the sworn assistance of his brethren, connives to ruin Brown. What can an isolated Christian do in this bitter fight declared against him by an entire pack of Jews but succumb? If Brown has neither lands, nor a house, nor any business, he is auction cheap. But mm. even such as he is, Brown is still worth his price. Possessed of the right to rob him, Moses hounds the unfortunate man and brings him slowly but surely to ruin and perhaps dishonor. Mm-hmm. And, and we can think. Doxing. We can think of, of how they brought down the New York Times, how they brought down Thomas Elvis Edison with his moving machine. Right. Even the, the two white men that invented the talkie part of it. Um, right. and the, the book publishing, the whole works, you know Right, what they I took mean? it all over. Yeah, they, The whole yeah. thing, slowly yeah. to ruin. Well, and, even, and we let right. them get away with this, all this. Even the outright criminals, like when they would shoot somebody or murder somebody, and horrible things. We, and so and on top of this, so this is, this is, this is evil. I really believe Pure this evil. is good facing evil, like never happened before, never exposed before. Okay. So here's what they did. Blackmail, perjury, false witnesses. You, you see that in our courts today. That's right. Uh, we were just talking about it with Daryl. We were just talking yes, about it with Daryl. brings everything, uh, totally mm-hmm. round. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Jews, the Jews stop at. The Jew stops at nothing to obtain his object. And this is 1,000 years. It is in their DNA. Mm-hmm. They cannot stop themselves. Uh, 6,000 years. It goes all the way back okay. to Cain. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for the correction. You're right. <laughs> the goods of the Goy, the goods of the Goy, the whites, as well as the Goyim themselves, the whites, and they not, after all, according to the Jewish laws, Hefker, that is to say, sizable at or seizable at pleasure. Mm, seizable mm-hmm. at pleasure. They can seize it at the Jews' pleasure. Right. This yeah. is this is enjoyment to them. Sure. This it is. is entertainment. Our suffering. The more we suffer. World War Two. The Jews called in the uh, streetcar named Desire. They referred to it uh, the suffering of World War Two slapstick comedy for them. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, does, does anybody that have a veteran that, and and the horrors of it that go, goes back to that you're mm-hmm. going to take this? The women should should get their brooms or their swifters or whatever yeah. their vacuum cleaner well, hoses who, out. You know. Yeah. Anyways. Who's that Jew, Jew comedian Sarah Silverman? Uh, said, "Well, we killed Jesus and we we do it again." You know what? That is, that's blasphemy. Of course it uh, that is. She, someday that woman's going to have to be arrested. Oh, man. And, right. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Arrested. There's, these people are going to have to be tried and convicted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brofman published the text of several of these acts of sale. According to the terms of one of these, 
the consistory in Wilna sold to Rebbe Isaac the right to seize, strip, despoil, rob, plunder, and ruin the hospital mm. situated at the end of Kaiden Street and the adjacent grounds, the property of the Catholic priests. Wow. They did it right in front of these, you know, mm -hmm. Catholic priests have education. You know, they're yeah. praying and everything. But they're no match the, for the Jews. <laughs> no, no match uh, for the Jews. Right. I think Christian identity is, is coming close, right? Mm -hmm. This right sold to Isaac and his descendants is declared inalienable. Remember we talked mm -hmm. about that, inalienable? Right. But that's inalienable for us, not the Jews. Right. Yeah, okay? they're, yeah, they're stealing our identity, right, yes. and claiming everything yes, that's, that's in our perfect. name. Yeah, in the name of Israel. Back to you. No yeah. Jew is allowed to compete with Isaac. It is enjoined upon Jews throughout the world to protect the right of Isaac, and a copy of the act of sale was duly sent to all synagogues. Mm. The documents mm. published by Brofman. This is a fantastic Park, book, folks. Good, 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 a fantastic good, good. Like book. Well, that's why when I, when I started this, I mean, I go into um. I go into like a, a daze or something. Yeah. I'm so deep, deep into this because it justifies my beliefs and oh, it substantiates yeah. like I'm on the right trail. This you know? is evidence, evidence. It's yeah. Evidence, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, the documents published by Branf Brofman, uh, this is a quote, justly remarks Oscar Harvard, lift the veil behind which the kingdom of Israel was concealed during yes. 2,000 years. Right. For the first time, the Kahal emerges to light and delivers to us its secrets. How many obscure maneuvers are exposed? How many mysterious events are explained, right? Mm -hmm. We may now, we, now, listen, this is very important. We may now understand how so many colossal Jewish fortunes have been acquired. Right. Now, 40% right. of our billionaires in the United States are... Uh, Jewish, mm -hmm. and this government is going to have to take action with this. That's right. This is no yeah. laughing matter, and we're not going to wait 25 years because that's how Jews with psychology mm -hmm. and psychiatry no. do it. Daddy said, "You snap out of your dreams. You snap that's right. them out." That's right. Okay. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up, yeah. people. Go ahead. The documents published. Okay. Um, all right. Two thousand years. For the first time, the Kahal emerges to light and delivers to us its secrets. How many obscure uh, maneuvers? Okay, I said that. Uh, oh, mysterious. Okay, yeah. right. Now, oh, obscure maneuvers and exposed mysterious maneuvers. Okay, yeah, you, you read that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Page 12. And now we're getting into the doc documents of this kind explain also hatred the Russian feels for the Jew. Right. Right? Because they're, they're, they see this. Russia, which is getting ready for the important part that awaits her before putting her plans into execution, is doing just what France did in, in 1394 and Spain in 1492. So he's predicting that they're in a, mm -hmm. around 1888 that they're, right. and I think probably that Tsar, I think it's Alexander, right. was probably getting ready to uh, expel them when the, when the Jewish uh, woman uh, murdered right. him. Right. Okay. Well, here, uh, let, me, uh, let me comment on this prophecy. The first attempt by the Jews to overthrow Russia was, I believe, in 1907, the first attempt at a communist coup in mm -hmm. Russia was 1907, but that failed. It was put down. And so 
they succeeded in 1917 under cover of World War One. They allowed it. The Jews instigated World War One for two purposes: to weaken Russia, so it could be overthrown by you know Stalin and Trotsky and Lenin, etc. Okay, they del- mm-hmm. deliberately weakened it, and the American B'nai B'rith actually uh, ordered Jacob Schiff to give the Japanese $20 million so they could attack Russia around, uh, is it around just before or just afterwards to, to also weaken Russia, okay? Uh-huh. So, so $20 million in those days was a lot of money, okay? So we see the yeah. Jews instigated the Sino-Russian war. All of these that things. scoundrel, that scoundrel. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, Jacob Schiff. Schiff. He's the one that also was pouring in money for... Um, uh, from our country for World War One. That's right. Uh, so it wasn't all, just yeah. the Japanese part of it. it exactly. So he's, they're, they're working several countries, but where is yeah. the money coming from? Us. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Jew banks. You know that if we yeah. didn't have the Jews today, we'd every be so white rich. person in this country <laughs> we'd be so would rich. be a millionaire. Yeah. That's right. Every, every single one. There, these these yeah, fellas and it would not be inflated Federal Reserve notes either, or, right? <laughs> no problems. We, we'd have our problems yeah. solved. Oh, we'd, we'd have a paradise. And that's we'd what it was paradise. supposed to be. That's right. When that's what it was supposed to be. came here to, to leave England, which again was taken over by Jews with the, with all their alcoholism and snuff mm-hmm. and tobacco and all, and the crimes and everything. That's why there, there were so many people right. in the prison. And when they came here, they said, "No, we're not going to have this anymore. We're not going to have yeah. any Jews here anymore." But right, so Timianus uh, foresaw that this revolution would happen in Russia. He was absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, and so Back this was you. 1880, 1889. He published right. this. So yes, he was like a prophet in his he was, day, no doubt. And then he says, unless she adopts the most rigorous men- measures against the Jews, it is an act of prudence. In fact. When a nation is about to engage in war, just like you said, mm-hmm. not to leave behind people who during their absence will not hesitate to set fire to their houses or strike them in the mm-hmm. back. Wow. Yeah, that's that's okay. really something. Did he Doc, understand the Jews or not? <laughs> he totally understood the Jews. Totally. Yes. Documents, you know, I, I, I try to look for his grave. Because I yeah. wanted to maybe go visit and lace oh, or read yeah, the flowers, too. right? But they no. It says that he um, that they think he died in a poor man's hospital. Okay. And that maybe been buried on the grounds or something. So if anybody, there's called something called find a grave and other things. But they whoever I I read that they yeah. said that it was really a shame that such a great man like that would die in such. Well, uh, the, the Jews want to erase memory of him, obviously. Oh, I mean, okay. how how. Do you talk about Jews in their cemeteries? How about <laughs> our cemeteries? I want to know where Telemachus, yeah. Thomas Timianus is, and right. I want to know now. Right. I want to send that bouquet of flowers, and by golly, if I ever get rich from yeah. my book, I'm going there. Yeah, we'll have to do, do a documentary. We have to do a documentary there. All right, yeah, I'm, please continue. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. Oh, no, okay. me too. Go ahead. Uh, documents of this kind explain also the reason of the disappearance of American merchants from Broadway and other streets. You see already in 1888, Broadway yes. was taken over. The newspaper would be taken over in 1896. Uh, TV, uh, in fact, burlesque and all that. Mm-hmm. And what was sad, when, when Jews got a hold of um, Walt Disney's um, 
yeah. uh, company. The cartoon, the cartoon. Um, they were they were making pornographic cartoons. Right. Pornographic right. cartoons when that was oh, invented. Yeah, the the, Jew, the, the Jews streets. monopolized the cartoonist union. Uh, there was hardly a non-Jewish cartoonist available to be hired. And when Disney uh, needed, he needed so many cartoonists that there weren't enough Jews to fill the positions. And so they went on strike against Disney because uh, Walter Lance, who I believe was Jewish, uh, you know, they struck against Disney, but not against Lance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it just shows they orchestrate these things over and over and over. Back to you. Okay. So it says here, they explain the so-called success of the Jews. They show how these robbers drove to the wall, the native white businessmen. They make manifest how utterly impossible it is to compete with these unscrupulous foreign rascals. How, how long will you Americans allow these Jews to cruelly despoil you? Right. Americans. Yep. Listen to they these They don't even words. know what's happening. Don't listen to mine. Listen to this. Yes. <laughs> he says, I repeat it to you. We're the listening. Jew is not a desirable citizen. He may reside here during his whole life and grow rich on his numerous frauds and rascalities, but he is never a citizen, as that word is understood by us. His mission here is to rob you, American citizen. It is to take your money, American citizen. It is to enter on the inheritance of the Gentile, which this fake Jehovah has promised in. He cares nothing for the nation. We know they just care for that Israel. Right. Should, they, that shouldn't be Israel anymore. Israel. Unless we go there. Unless right. we, Christian identity, move them out and Christian identity goes to Israel and take it over. We will. At, at land. We will. Okay. Ultimately, we will. Back to you. The, the Constitution, which is the foundation of our liberties, arouses no emotion in his sordid and corrupt breast. He cares not for our laws. Remember lawlessness, like mm -hmm. in Poland? Nothing except yeah. to escape their penalties for fraud and crime. My whole book talks about their crimes, but it, and, it, and it ends like this. But they got off scot-free. Uh, but they right. got off scot-free. Uh, they killed Jesus, but they got off scot-free. They killed Paul, but or mm -hmm. whipped him and uh, beat him in front of a crowd, but they got off scot-free. Right. I'm All the apostles. No. All the apostles, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And for, and for 300 years, I think, the martyrs, the martyrs, the first okay. 300 years of martyrs. Yeah. Uh, he is so thoroughly imbued with his Jewish instincts that it is impossible for him to become an American citizen. Um, it, was right. the, it was the rebellion that brought hordes of these parasites. Look, at he's calling them parasites, 1888, mm -hmm. to our shores. He's talking our language. Us. He's talking our language, folks. <laughs> it's the Jewish plague of parasites. You That's know? right. Oh, we got to. Hey, I, I can see. I can see the placard in front of the movie theater. The Jewish parasites attack. Right. Right. Okay, we got to make a movie. They come in New York. They're coming mm -hmm. in like this. They're coming in New York. They're coming in Florida. They're yeah. coming in L.A. Uh, L.A. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Yeah, they're coming in um, San Francisco, Washington State, Seattle. Help us, everybody. They're getting yeah, from all yeah, four we're sides. We're being invaded and into the, the by Midwest. aliens. The alien invasion. Yep. But, that's what's but the happening, truth folks. Is, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. It really is. They came in through those through the through, if you look. That's right. They yeah. came in through all four sides. And then what happens is, little by little, 
they go in till they get to the mid the Midwest. Okay. And then there's still some right. there's still some enclaves of White Hope here. You know, the Great yeah, White Hope, right. possibly. And there was not a carpenter but, or a farmer among them. No, they don't work. They're lazy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it was the re- it was the rebellion. It was a it was the rebellion that brought hordes of these parasites to our shores. Did they come? Now listen to this. Did they come like the Germans, the Irish, and the immigrants of other European nations to join their fortunes to ours? No. The Jew hung upon the flanks of our army as a traitor or perhaps a settler and always a spy. He sold the brave soldiers. He, now listen, this, my husband was a veteran. He sold the brave soldiers poor tobacco and poison instead of whiskey. I think he goes into even a chapter of how how he poisoned the whiskey, how, mm. how the Jews poisoned the whiskey for our people, our soldiers. Right. Um, he, and, and he probably poisoned like in, in Vietnam, the, the drugs that they were giving him there. Uh, probably had poison or look at Agent Orange. Okay. They sprayed it right on men. I mean, you right. know, Roundup will kill a, a, a weed. Agent Orange was killing big, huge jungle trees in our men. I mean, and, and, and see, the thing is, they're supposed to be so smart. They know better. They did it deliberately. They killed my husband with that. Mm-hmm. He followed close upon the footsteps of the paymaster to fleece and cheat the men at the front. Do you hear how they're conducting war? The, our men go into battle. And again, we don't know what we're doing, kind of, because we don't have this unity. So the Jews connive at the front to, that's how they manipulate all the wars. Sure. Right, with the men, our men at the front who don't know. All right, he, all right I'll continue. He traded in cotton and his avarice, avarice nature was only alive to gain and money-making while the very life of the nation was at stake at our most vulnerable time, at our most vulnerable time. Mm -hmm. The New York Jew during the war lived, moved, and had his being in Wall Street. I like that uh, because that's a Bible passage. The uh, Mm -hmm. The New York Jew during the war lived, moved, and had their being in Wall Street Buying and selling gold with his patriotic vocation. Yeah, I heard at one time he, uh, they had uh, Fort Knox, beside right. all the other banks and everything. Yeah, well, they stole the all the gold in Fort Knox, yeah. right? Right. Dur- yeah, he's, he, he's paraphrasing Paul. That. He's paraphrasing Paul here. But I just looked yes. up the word "suttler." S U T L E R has a very specific definition because uh, this is, he's obviously talking about the Civil War and what the Jews were doing during the Civil War, Suttler, S-U-T-L-E-R, a person who followed an army and sold provisions to the soldiers. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, usually junk, right? They would, you know, they would go around and sell, because the soldiers in those were often desperate, you know, especially the Southern soldiers were hungry and miserable. So they would sell them uh, probably stuff they stole off a plantation, right? And sold it to the... yeah. And and they were selling them tobacco and whiskey when they never took the stuff. Right. That's right. This was constant since 1650. They had to stay sober. (laughs) But the thing is, you know, I'm just grateful because all this stuff has been going on. And all they teach in school is facts and figures and lies and, you know, something to keep them hypnotized. Casualty statistics, right. But never a deep analysis of what actually happened, right? Nothing like that. Yeah. During the entire during the entire war, 
who can assert or prove that even one, listen to this again, mm-hmm. because I'll be, I, I pound my uh, fist on this thing over here. <laughs> I, I really, Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> during the entire war, who can assert or prove that even one drop of Jewish blood was shed in battle? Right. Who? And why did my husband have to go when his friend, Art Kashmir, the Jew, he didn't have to go? How come he was the only one out of all of them that didn't come back half crazy and addicted and their legs uh, 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 chopped off and everything? And one guy I dated, his skull and his blue eyeball, they shot Mm, down. But Art Kashmir didn't have to go. And he's a millionaire today. And his two sons are effing millionaires. Right. Okay, Barbara, I sense that you're just getting rolling here, but we're just about out of time. So we're going to have to. That was was a good ending, though. Yeah, right. It sure was. All right. Encore, Barbara. Encore. All right, folks, we're going to have to call it a day. Thanks for listening. We'll do part two. Audience yes. and Pastor Eli, thank you very we'll much. We'll do part two of this in the near future. Thanks for listening. Good night. If Good night. they are not willing, if need be, to fight for their vital interests. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. <laughs> <laughs>